I think Ukraine is so rich with great, interesting minds. And it can be uh, proved by the fact that many Ukrainian specialists are valued abroad and are welcome in big companies because people know that these are the great sources of uh, new things, new projects and new life. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country, nor Chernobyl. The new generation of Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I couldn't return to Kiev because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine, and thank you all so much for the support. This podcast has already more than 120 interviews, more than 120 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group, to the vice chancellor of the UGCC, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So please support this podcast by sharing an Instagram story today and mention the page aziz.com. Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, top 50 in Germany and Canada, top 25 on Apple Russia, top 15 in Poland and Australia, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea, and many other places. This is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Victoria Motrenko. 
Vika is a Flex alumna, 2016-2017, of Kansas State. She was a city representative of the Flex alumni in Kharkiv in 2018. Currently, she is finishing the fourth year of BA degree in graphic design. Vika is a true artist, is in love with art and the creative process. Vika, how are you today? Hello, hello. First, I want to thank you for letting me to participate in this wonderful project. And I'm great today. And one of the reasons is because I started a day with a, an amazing energy boost because we have started one of our long-term pro flex projects, which is, which is Speaking Club. And the new season actually like was uh, the first day of the new season was today in the morning. And we had wonderful chat with uh, wonderful people. Tell me more about your favorite part about that. I think the most uh, amazing thing about speaking clubs in general is the atmosphere of collaboration and interaction it's meeting people from different backgrounds learning something new from them and giving something to them so it's an interesting experience exchange not only practicing the language but also learning thank you so meeting people from different backgrounds learning something from them and giving to them so it's an exchange and that is an energy boost for you. Is this correct? Yes, that is absolutely right. And are there other things in your life that can be called as energy boost? Oh, there are many things. I actually can gain inspiration from just small moments in my life. It can be simply walking down the street on the sunny day and I don't know, seeing a happy dog and then I became happy. So there are many things. I cannot name like particular ones, but uh, probably in uh, interacting with people is one of the main uh, sources for my inspiration and energy to do something to create. Thank you. And please explain more because you mentioned three different words that seem to be related. You mentioned learning and related that to energy. And now you mentioned inspiration and energy. What happens first? How does inspiration lead to energy or energy lead to inspiration or learning lead to inspiration and to energy? Or what happens and what is to you the meaning of inspiration and of energy? Oh, that's an interesting question. Thank you. So I will first start with uh, defining what inspiration for me is. And it's kind of, you know, the kickoff of your creativity and the, uh, the process when your mind uh, starts to produce ideas and, I don't know, create some things. And inspiration it's something that drives you inside to stand up and do something what can benefit not only you but the environment as well and your community in which you're um in which you live and which you interact 
So, and um, can you please repeat the other question before you asked about inspiration, please? Okay, and to verify, so inspiration kicks off the creative process where your brain gets filled with ideas and it makes you stand up in order to create something that will benefit you and the community as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. And how is that inspired by or related to learning and to energy? Hmm. I think inspiration is a kind of a form of energy. Okay. You said inspiration is a kind of energy. And I imagine that it makes the person stand up. It means it boosts their energy in a way. And let's yeah. mm -hmm. dive into your own definition. If you were to define what energy means, what does it mean? Well, energy, it's what keeps you moving. It's what keeps you um, do stuff, create something, um, wake up every morning and structure your um, daily routine it's a fuel it's a human source of fueling thank you and then i noticed you used creativity as a generator of idea inside your mind and creating as creating something outside so what is the difference for you because they seem to be different between creativity and creating okay so creating is a physical activity you know it's doing something from scratch or not so it's more physical and creativity it's a mental thing it's in your mind it's a thing which helps you to see things differently from others so we call creative people we put that label on people who have not the general viewpoint and you know trivial um, ideas and do you see things differently from others well it's always you know hard to speak about yourself than about others but i think other people define me as a creative person and it believes me it helps to believe uh, that I'm really am a creative person which can see things differently brilliant how do you think that other people see the world that is more common but different to how you see it okay um i think in modern days people are more pragmatic and more down to earth they are um seeing the life as it is i would say or uh they see more dark dark stains to our existence but uh what i always tried to do is find that light in the darkness because i think this light will keep us moving and keep us uh growing, developing, because if we concentrate only on like bad things, we want, we, it will be harder to stand up and do something about it. Thank you, Vika. And it seems to me that the way you approach this is you view that humans or most people live in a darkness while you live in that darkness, but you look for the light 
and the light, both the hope for the light and seeing the light keeps you moving forward. Is this correct? Yep. It... And what kind of darkness is that darkness? And what kind of light is that light? Well, you know, from the really young age, even in my uh, family, like, of course, the our parents, they try to prepare us for everything. People have that idea that everywhere someone will uh, be willing to put you down and um, kind of uh, do some not good stuff. But I believe in a goodness in humanity and I don't think that it's that dark and by showing some good action you can actually inspire people to change and choose um, more positive attitude toward others so I refuse uh, the idea of seeing the humanity as these people who are only gonna see their um benefits and do everything to you know um what do anything what can help them but it will be harmful for others i believe that there's still more people with good intentions thank you so if i understood you correctly many people live in darkness and this darkness is the fear or expectation that they will be taken advantage of, hurt, or harmed by other people. But you refuse to live in that darkness, and you choose to believe in the light, and to see the light, that there is good intention, goodness in other people. Is this correct? Yeah, exactly. And how does that relate to learning about the backgrounds of people in speaking clubs and such places where you learn about people yeah you know um uh maybe i will change the subject a little but what i want to uh mention about speaking club that it's a space where people can see that they are not um the only ones with uh, problems of maybe seeing themselves so you know i think uh, most of the people are doubt doubtful about their abilities and in such public places they are scared to speak up and express themselves because they are afraid that people would laugh and you know think of them as silly people who cannot say anything and express their ideas but what i've seen and um uh, learned in the speaking club that they are in the same place and that fear kind of unites them. And then they see that pe some people are less uh, scared of telling something and sharing. They become more confident and they now are more, um, uh, more become more active and not that concentrated on that uh, barrier of overcoming a fear. They actually uh, start talking even with mistakes no one laughs and then uh, they understand that not uh, not everything as they expect it to be so I think it relates to that um, uh, perceiving the commu the dark side of the community 
So people expect people to, uh, people expect people to be rude, but it can be different. So we assume, but we these assumptions sometimes are wrong. Thank you. So the speaking club is a place of light and people are coming from darkness. And as they get immersed into that light, they get more energized and become more active. Is this correct? Yeah, it is. But like, you know, defining it as black blackness and lightness kind of makes it so dramatic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And you used three times some kind of um, visual metaphors. So let's speak about art. What is to you the kind of art that makes you feel really alive, that you can call your biggest passion and the thing you really love? Oh, art. You know, this term is so abstract. And then people ask about uh, art. What is art to me? It's kind of, you know, hard to tell um, one specific a thing i think art in general is a space where you create and it's not only related to paintings which uh, is my form of artistic ex expression since a very young age i remember even then i was in kindergarten my mom said that i would come home grab a pencil sit down and till the late night i would draw some things and Sometimes it would be so weird, but still, I really enjoyed that. And then uh, later on, I uh, continued this um, persuasion of uh, artistic, well, art in general in art school in my small town where I grew up. But like, it's not only about paintings and drawings. Art can be expressed in different other fields. It's art and Creativity, I think, are synonyms in a way. And you can be creative in any profession, I think. Thank you. And you defined earlier creativity as having kicking off that process. The energy kicks off the process of creativity, which is your brain getting filled with many new ideas and things that people didn't see in their minds before. Is this correct that that is to you creativity and is that also art yeah it's the yeah what you just said it's one of the ways how i define creativity to myself and what is your favorite part about the creative process is it before when you're looking forward for and searching for ideas and just curious and ready to be surprised or is it that first eureka moment where you find it and you feel energized or is it the process of making it creating it making it happen or is it when you see the final result and you're like wow this didn't exist and now it exists well um yeah that's such a great question from my viewpoint the whole process of this creativity um is exciting and brings inside of you different emotions but i think the most euphoric feeling and the most high feeling you get on that as you said first stage then you just 
your mind produces this idea and you're like, whoa, that would be such a great source of and fundamental aspect for a new project, which can uh, then be materialized in a way. And then uh, comes the research analysis, which, which also is very priceless due to the fact that you learn a lot of new things to yourself and open so many different boundaries. And then comes the next stage, which is putting everything into action and implementing what you have learned uh, into life. And again, uh, you can also bring people uh, who um, support you with your new idea. And they also kind of throughout the process, they are the the your support and uh, also an inspiration because they keep you moving forward. They keep you uh, believing in yourself and in the meaningness of that idea. So each uh, part of the process is um, beautiful in a different way. Thank you. And since you seem to have a lot of focus and give a lot of importance to people, interaction with people, whether in the speaking club or even now when you mentioned about creativity, people keeping you believing in yourself and motivated. Do you believe then if you have a creative idea in a mountain and you create it and nobody hears of it, is that real creativity to you? Or what is different about that? Hmm. So, you know, um, I am in a way an extrovert by my personality. Uh, I think inter sharing with people um, is an essential part for me. Then I create something because I need to receive the feedback and it's a great way to... Uh, you know, see the situation with a different eyes. So it's even hard for me to imagine not sharing with my ideas and with my projects with other people because from um, from the beginning till now, I always ask people who I trust, people who I admire um, for their opinion, for their ideas and suggestions on how maybe I can do something better or how I can implement my ideas into life. I like that because you see the light in people, therefore you share with them in order to share the energy for more light. But to the people who are in darkness, and you said it's very dramatic, but why not, since we're speaking about art, what beliefs do you have that allow you to freely share your art while other people can have fears, whether they fear others will steal their idea or will criticize them and hurt them emotionally, or they'll tell them they're not good enough, or they feel any of those range of negative emotions that stop them from sharing. And it's said that the graveyard is the wealthiest and richest place on earth because there are so many paintings and poems and songs and movies that people kept and died 
without revealing to the world because they were afraid of criticism. What do you think they believe that is different for you? And what do you believe that allows you to open up and share your creativity that maybe if they learned about the inner belief, not the expectation, you said you expect people to support you and motivate you. Well, where does that come from as a belief? Well, yeah, of course, the main reason why people uh, are afraid to share and show is the exception from others. Uh, we live in a community where the public opinion is um, one of the main uh, focuses of um, and the main, you know, estimation of our abilities. So we always think about uh, what other gonna say about what we do and I've been there and I'm still there but I try to fight that uh, concentration on uh, uh, public opinion about what I do because uh, first of all um, I do it for um, my own uh, you know for uh, my own willing to develop and also it's a way to help other people to get rid of that fear um, to show what they can do and show their inner world through different artistic expressions. So, but to in order to escape that um uh, negative perception of their own um uh work their own because i don't want to just concentrate on the artwork because i think this subject relates to other spheres of activity as well so um anything what we create uh, what stops people from sharing with what they create um is that uh, they think that they're going to receive more negative estimations than the positive ones. So I think it's always nice to have someone around who uh, can support you anyways and be like, you know, the filter of that negative thoughts. You know that you're going to hear some nice thoughts from this person, even if you fail with something, because it always happens. We learn from failing you know that you're gonna get that uh nice words which can uh, uh lift you up that makes sense no it makes sense and to ask you since you mentioned that ideas come to you and you love that eureka moment i would like to know do you have a specific process for you to create ideas or is it something more that comes to you, like some people would say, in the shower or anything like that, and that leads to you coming up with new ideas? What I mean, is it spontaneous? Or do you follow some of those ideation processes that allow you to think about ideas from different angles to discover new ones? Oh, you know... Um... The thing about creative people, we live in a way in a chaos. So almost everything happens to us spontaneously. And I think the marvelous thing 
to describe creativity as a spontaneous thing. You never know then you can come up with some original and interesting ideas. It, as you said, might happen in the shower or on your way to the work or even, I don't know, doing some uh, chores around home. It's You never know. You never know what will be that uh, trigger of creativity because sometimes I even can go through some magazine, I see a photo and I'm like, wow, um, I can use maybe some concept in my uh, creative projects and it can be during listening to music you hear the phrase and you like oh these are wonderful combination for a poster or for anything else so you never know thank you and i'm really curious about something you said when you get an idea you think wow this can be the basis of a really great project well how do you know? Because it, you didn't create it yet. How do you know what is different between how you feel, think, or recognize an idea that is not practical and not good and an idea that you get energized to create and implement? Well, in my life, then I do some projects, I always think about practical implementation so um, of course I speak regarding some uh, mostly uh, regarding some um, design project because I'm a future not future I actually work as a graphic designer now uh, but I'm gonna get my uh, first diploma in that area this year so uh, it always uh, a great thing to um, first pay attention at the um, practical aspect. And this aspect is about how it's going to influence other people, how it's going to help other people, because then it brings more meaning to what you do and, you know, um, it, g- it gives purpose. So it's not only something... Uh, beautiful looking something just interesting bright colorful but then it's practical as well thank you and there are so many things we can say but i will personally say that the creative process is both a gift and a curse it's really (laughs) painful and exhausting but it's also wonderful and wondrous at the same time but then to ask you when you want to recharge yourself, because it's a myth that if you're being creative, you're just having fun all the time and playing. And yes, it's so much fun, but it's also exhausting. So when you want to recharge yourself to really feel good and ready for more creativity, what are some activities you like to do to rebalance yourself? Okay, so there are a few things which help me to recharge myself because as you said, you're not on always in that uh, active mode of uh, uh, producing ideas and creative uh, and c- creating uh, some um, interesting new um, things. But yeah, it's sometimes just um, you get in that dark, n- not okay again dramatic and that's uh you know uh condition then you 
think that you're out of any ideas that you are even in uh, those moments you have that um really annoying thought that oh probably i have chosen the wrong path because i cannot do something um outstanding but again we come back to that interaction with people because speaking with uh, interesting personalities and i believe that each single one of us has something unique brings uh passion to me brings inspiration and also then i find out that people create some amazing projects it gives me push to do it myself so learning about other people's activity and just uh, simply speaking to them as a way of getting new en energy also uh one more thing it's more uh, about physical activity because uh, i think everyone knows that in order to be productive and creative you kind of need to add to your daily routine some physical activities so i believe that you, especially then you have a sitting um form of occupation you have to do some it doesn't have to be a serious sport it can be simply waking up and stretching your body or doing yoga it helps you to concentrate on yourself and you know rest your mind to give some space for that new idea to come thank you and now i have a bit of like an idea about your what your answer will be to this but i will present to you two schools of thought when it comes to creativity and to know your thoughts on them and which one do you follow more one is the muse kind or the inspiration as you said where you do anything like shower or run or take care of your body or speak to people And when you, the idea comes, you go create it and implement it. Where, while there is another school represented by many people, even Stephen King, etc., who says, create whatever, even rubbish. And while you're creating, something will emerge that will be a result that is wonderful. And then you take it from there and make it into something clean. And that will be a great way to be creative it's through doing whatever comes to mind even if it's not a great idea but the process will reveal the creativity rather than the idea coming first and then you create in it do you know what i mean or do you wish me to explain a bit more yeah yeah i perfectly understand what you mean tell me all your thoughts about these two which one is more in your experience good fit for you or more correct if you want to go more dramatic and let's be dramatic it's okay since we spoke about the darkness and the light <laughs> take enjoy whatever your thoughts and please comment on this okay uh so i think it's again kind of a controversy but i believe that each uh, perspective has a right to exist um And I've actually experienced both of them. So it's hard to uh, exactly say to which I more relate. Because in different situations, the different approaches work, you know. You kind of sometimes uh, push from 
idea which you got in your hand and it's your start point. And, you know, um, I think I feel more confident than I uh, follow the first path. Then I sit somewhere, I get an idea and I'm like, okay, so I see at the start point, I know where to go from. So I can plan other steps and, uh, you know, visualize the final results. But with the second way where you just start from scratch, from nothing, it's a bit uh, harder because it's there is a question in the visual aspect. You just don't know what's going to come, what you will create. But there is also beauty in that because sometimes the greatest things are created from unexpected and they and some greatest inventions they were done in this way people just started doing something and then that evolved into bigger thing i really like that answer and since you're a creative person since childhood and in ukraine your own assessment do you believe that Ukraine has a lot of creative people and that creativity is common or still the number of truly creative people is smaller, although growing in Ukraine. And what is your assessment of the situation of creativity in Ukraine? Okay, so I think that Ukraine is rich with creative people because I've met so many initiative people who have so many interesting visions and ideas for uh, many, many um, different fields of uh, life. And I also a big supporter of the idea that every single one of us is creative. There is no non-creative people. Uh, Creativity is not always about... Uh, creating something as I, as I already have mentioned in art field it can be simply you can be creative at your home you can be creative uh, while you I don't know um, put your stuff on your table you can be creative with the arrangement on the table you do it in a way that no one does you can be creative with doing your laundry so, but it's like more uh, uh, if we speak about reg- on the regular basis. But in general, I think Ukraine is so rich with great, interesting minds, and it can be uh, proved by the fact that many Ukrainian specialists are valued abroad and are welcome in big companies because people know that these are the great sources of. Uh, new things, new projects, and new life. (laughs) Thank you. And you, as a creative person who has a perspective that is unique and different, or at least you said people say that about you, what kind of things did you learn from creativity and art that you believe are great lessons you implement in the way you live that maybe you can share and can be generalized as advice that listeners could benefit from that come from the art and creativity experience you have? Actually, uh, one advice which I can uh, give and which can be applied to every um, every uh, area of your 
uh, daily life is getting of your comfort zone. Then you push out out of your uh, boundaries. Then you see f- farther from the you know box which you set to yourself. It always brings creativity and new vision, because if you do something from day to day, uh, again and again, repeat, and it's similar, you don't do not grow. You're just comfortable in that position, but then you push forward and put yourself into that kind of stress for your mental and physical. Uh, Uh, condition it always comes with uh, new ideas new perspectives and so on and uh, I also uh, recommend reading a book which is uh, about creative thinking and the author is Judd Rutkins Uh, if I hope I pronounced that right it's a London author and a London um tutor in the um, creative university, uh, UAL, University of Art. Um, And he talks about practical ways to improve your creativity. And uh, I, as I already said, I believe that everyone is, uh, can be creative. So, and he has some good advices on how you can, how you can, Uh, open that creativity which sits inside you and how you can start to implement that creativity. Thank you very much, Vika. That is absolutely wonderful. And the conversation went in many twists and turns. And if people want to learn more about you, more about your work or communicate with you, which websites or social media would you like to share you can mention them and I'll write in the description as well. Oh, sure. Uh, so the best way to connect with me is Instagram, which I believe you already have. Yeah. And um, I think that would be it because uh, to see uh, my artwork is kind of not available available for now because I'm working and my still working on my portfolio and it will be uh, on the Behance in the nearest time. But when I will have it, I also will put that into my description on the Instagram. So you can find everything you need on my Instagram page. Thank you very much. And what did you think about this conversation and episode? Oh, that went so, so wonderful. You just, I loved it that you kind of pushed me to think about, um, you know, uh, ideas which I had in my mind, but I have never spoken that verbally. So that was kind of actually a good practice for me to understand better what I believe in and how I perceive myself and others and uh, how I see my values and other things so thank you for that it's just as I already said it's an honor to be here and talk to you about the things which matter to me and in in the things which I believe in and uh, and what I believe can change others life for better thank you very much it was a pleasure and an honor and you have been 
supporting this since day one almost. So you're a wonderful, wonderful person who truly cares. And I thank you for this very much. I cannot wait to share this with everyone, with the world, because your brain has a lot of really great ideas that, like you said, it was an opportunity to structure them and share them with people and understand yourself. So I thank you and I wish you a great day. You too. Thank you for having me here.